everybody, this is Kevin Wallace, double CCI and Cisco Press author, and I want to welcome you to episode number 64 of the Broadcast Storm. This one's entitled CCIE Time Saver Router Preconfigs. Now, I know that some of my listeners are preparing for the CCIE Lab, and I wanted to share with you a way that we can squeeze out some extra time to reduce the amount of time it takes us to complete all of the tasks on whatever CCA lab you're taking. If you've ever taken a lab, you know that time is your most precious commodity on the lab. And there's all sorts of opinions about how to be the most effective with your time. For example, some people say that you should spend the first 30 minutes of your lab time carefully reading through the lab manual, taking detailed notes as you go along. And I'm really not in that camp. I'm in the camp that says, no, just spend maybe 10 minutes doing that and skim through the lab guide, making notes of really important design features. For me, if I carefully read through the lab guide for 30 minutes, there's so much detail in that thing, I'm not going to remember the details anyway. It's going to be more effective for me just to see if there's any big gotchas, any big, oh, I have to configure that later. Well, I better keep that in mind. So I just want to do a quick skim through the lab. But the real focus of this podcast episode is on how we can, at the beginning of our lab time, create a text to document and uh, put in some common configuration commands that I'm going to be sharing with you in this episode and paste those configuration commands in our routers and maybe our switches as well. And hopefully that can reduce the time it takes us to perform some tasks on our routers and switches. I call it router preconfigs because we're preconfiguring our routers with these commands. For example, let's say that we're bouncing back and forth between the routers in the lab. Maybe we're going to some switches, maybe to some other appliances, again, depending on what track you're taking. And we return to a router that we had visited earlier and we're timed out. Oh, we've got to take precious time and log back into that router. Instead of doing that, I would prefer in the lab that I never got logged out. Now, this is certainly not a best practice recommendation for the real world. For security purposes, it's good to time out after a time. But on the lab, I don't want to time out. So what I like to do is to go into my console line and my VTY lines and give the command exec hyphen timeout space zero space zero. That says timeout after zero minutes and zero seconds. But don't worry, that does not immediately time you out. Cisco iOS interprets that command as meaning never time me out. And in the show notes for this podcast episode, I'm going to have a sample configuration that you can review that shows you all the commands that we're going to be talking about. The next command that I recommend, again, in line configuration mode, both for the console and for the VTY lines, is logging space synchronous. And what the logging synchronous command can help us with is, let's say we're in the midst of typing in a bunch of commands, and when we're sort of in the middle of one of those commands, Cisco iOS feels the need to pop up a syslog message on the screen to say, hey, we've got an adjacency, or this interface went down or came back up. When that happens and we're in the midst of typing this command, it can make it sort of unreadable to us. The first part of our command is now several lines up on our terminal. We've got the syslog message and now we're left to type what we think is remaining in the command. With logging synchronous, after a syslog message pops up on the screen like that, Cisco iOS is very courteous and it will paste back in what we had previously typed before we were so rudely interrupted with that syslog message. And then we can just continue typing away. Getting out of line configuration mode for our next command, I like to use the no space IP space domain hyphen lookup command. 
This is going to prevent Cisco IOS from interpreting something that we mistype. We think we're typing in a Cisco IOS command, but we misspell it. We just have a typo. Well, what Cisco IOS might do is think, oh, they're trying to reach a host by its DNS name. Let me go out and query for a few seconds a DNS server for this DNS name. And it can take several seconds to come back. I've already wasted enough time by mistyping something and having to correct it. I certainly don't want to compound that by adding about 10 seconds worth of lookup time that's going to do absolutely nothing for me. So by entering the no IP domain hyphen lookup command, it says don't try to resolve any sort of a string that I type in that you think might be a host. Don't try to resolve that to an IP address. The next command I like to use, and you can use a series of these commands if you want to on your lab depending on what commands you regularly enter, I like to use the alias exec command. Let's say that there's one command or two commands or three commands that we regularly type out and they're fairly lengthy commands. For example, I might commonly say show run pipe to section router if I want to see all my router configurations. Or another command I enter very often is show IP interface brief. And even though those aren't examples of really long commands, those are just the first couple that came to mind, what we can do is come up with our own command, our own alias to represent those longer commands. Maybe a couple of characters, maybe three characters. For example, let's say that we want to do that show run pipe to section router. What I can do is say alias space exec space, and then I give whatever command I want to use as the alias. Maybe like src for show router config. And then I do a space and then I type in the command that is going to be executed when I type in SRC. I'll type in show run pop to section router. And again, please check out the show notes for this podcast episode for a sample configuration that's going to illustrate the use of each of these commands. And on that note, we'll wrap up this episode of the Broadcast Storm. And by the way, if you haven't checked out my free series on SDN, software-defined networking, be sure to visit kwtrain.com SDN to get a series of free videos that introduce you to the basics of software-defined networking. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Broadcast Storm. Broadcast Storm